0: you're listening to
1: the Vic 757 podcast featuring dwight and michael vick talking all things tech
0: What's going on, everybody? Hokie Nation, we're back in the building with another episode of the Vic 757 Show talking all things tech. I'm your host, former all-conference offensive lineman and captain Dwight Vick, along with my young cuz Heisman, finalist Atlanta Falcon, Philadelphia great, Hokie great. Mike Vick is back with me as well, my co-host. We're back here for another episode of Talk All Things Tech. Wish it was after a win, but it's after a disappointing loss, man. Cuz, how you holding up?
2: holding up it's all good you know what I'm, I'm an optimistic guy and and I it was a lot of things that happened in, in that game that it, it probably don't happen out of 99 plays 99 out of 100 so it's a lot of things to build from like I tried to watch everything offense defense I thought the defense performed well I thought the offense did did okay but it's it certainly uh You know, it's it's, it's a building stage and you can see it. Um, I do think that, you know, some guys gonna have to step up as leaders and they're gonna have to find their way. Um, It's not gonna be easy. Uh, This week is not gonna be easy. Next week might be the easiest game (laughs) on the schedule. As I I had to go through the schedule and look at it and and try to define what this season is gonna look like when it's all said and done. And uh, it's some, some scary thoughts, but listen, it's yeah to all our fans who watch this show who um appreciate our point of view and obviously can see you know what's transpiring on the field. Um you don't have to have uh amazing football acumen to know exactly what's happening. We just gotta take it one week at a time. Yeah. One game at a time, I think we gotta practice harder, we gotta get better in practice, we gotta treat practice like the game, and then once Saturdays hit. It, it, it we should find some type of justification in terms of success you know from the hard work you know no so ho- hopefully uh we can continue to build um after after this week we got to buckle down we got to find a way to beat boston college and that's just as simple as that Cause
0: i agree we got to find a way i was in attendance um uh your uh your Aunt Tina and Casey and Roberta were there. I didn't get a chance to link up with them, but I wish I knew they yeah. were there. But there were a lot of other Hokie greats. Um, Aaron Rouse was there, Bruce Smith, uh, George Del Rico, uh, Brian Randall. Nice. to him as I walked into the stadium. Yeah. Saw a lot of guys from the media. Talked to our homie, John Boleyn was in the building. Uh, Talked to him before the game. Yeah, but. and I wanted to get year, down,
2: man. But I, I, yeah. I wanted to get down, but I, I felt like it was a time for a lot of other people to kind of show face, man, you know. You know, there'll be a am I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'll be I'll be at the West Virginia game for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may be there Find as well Thursday night. Um, that's gonna be yeah. well, it'll be lit regardless, but hopefully we can be two and one. And the one thing I took away from the game, um, you know, I was there with my um wife and my son Isaiah, and we were sitting front row, we had great seats, and he was like, Yo, dad, they're not making game-winning plays. We dropped four picks, we uh, had 13 or 14 penalties, uh, many of them were critical. Um, he turned the ball over four times and then subsequently you only got one turnover a fumble that Dax Hollyfield caused um, and he played great and there was a lot of great signs on defense but obviously if you're a Tech fan you're really disappointed because in a lot of ways nothing against ODU they gave that game away Um, they were in control right. of the game up seven three getting ready to go and to score again and it was an offensive pass interference then yeah. a few plays after that you have the ball go over your head they get the ball and score defense really showed out and i'm happy about that because i think that's going to be our calling card with coach pride the head coach calling yeah. defense but at the same time man you got to find ways to win games you, especially you know in a drive game winning drive driver odu was yeah. fourth and two you yeah. didn't wrap up running back makes the play gets the first down extends the drive and you know it was just some it was some bad plays i think as coach Pry mentioned in his post-game presser. The defense wore down and that showed but the offense look at the end of the day we of course the defense gonna wear down
2: of course the defense <laughs> exactly. gonna wear down if you exactly the first
3: day
0: yeah but yeah, yeah. i just think you got to make game-winning plays and you know grant wells you know he came into this as danny mentioned who's going to join us here shortly with his notes notes he mentioned last week when dan um when grant wells was at, Mar- at marshall um in the same conference Odie used to be in he had a lot of turnovers so he's got to take care of the football, man. I think the bright spot to be optimistic and to be honest, Tech can definitely beat Boston College and win some other games, but they got to take care of the football and they got to make game-winning plays.
2: Yeah. They just got to. Yeah, well, we're well, we definitely not going to sit here and talk about taking care of the football because because the way you know if you can't protect the football, you are not going to win football games. It's just that, just that plain and simple. And the reason why I said we're in a rebuild and you, it's evident is because you – because of the things that you just said you know snaps over the quarterback's head you know a lot of penalties and so you know when that happens it's just you're not really grasping the system or the scheme but but it'll come through time and i think you know it's one thing to practice because you practice against your defense every day and that's their scheme but when it's time to see another scheme or uh another defense you know now they you're not practicing against one technique every day. You might be going against two technique or three technique for offense alignment and so on and so forth. You're seeing different things. So, you know, I, I just want to see how we adjust, how the players adjust, because it's not always on on the coaches. Sometimes the players got to take the onus, too. But, um, you know, all in all, we're we going to find a way. We're going to find a way against B.C. It, it's, it's the only way.
0: Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this question. I'm glad because we got yeah. a few more minutes before Danny jumps on. You mentioned we had Corey Moore on last week, and it was actually good that you brought this up. You mentioned your redshirt freshman year. I was at that game. You got me tickets because I was already graduated. I was at that game, yeah. your redshirt fresh, red freshman year. You're starting on a team that eventually played for a national championship. At home against Clemson, you had three picks. I looked this yeah. up. I think you were eight, seven out of 18, something crazy. Three picks. always, idiot. hey, there <laughs> you go with that memory. <laughs> Yeah, eight, 88 yards passing, right? And, you know, you were a freshman. We saw what you did against JMU, but Clemson was obviously right. a much formidable opponent. I had a lot of people right. that were talking to me after the game. I jumped on Twitter, in the Twitter space, just to chop it up with me. It was me, Isaiah Ford, a lot of former players in there. And we were talking about not panicking. And there were a lot of fans asking me, should we bench Grant Wells because he had four picks, even though two or three of them <laughs> were tipped. And I said, listen, um Mike had a very pedestrian game his red shirt freshman year and the yeah. defense and the running game carried the offense to the win we won right. 31 right. to 11. with you I know you're not Brent wow. proud you're not Tyler Boyne what do you think about pulling this you pulling him and benching him do you think it's too premature to sit him after one game
2: well the only thing I will say is that the competition that we played against really kind of jogs people's minds and make them feel like hold on we just failed to ODU what does the rest of the season look like and nobody nobody wants to watch that it's like you want to just pull the covers over your head and not even look and and you mentioned in the game against Clemson I'm glad you brought that up because in relation to you know my answer what I'm saying is that was a tough game for me it was super pedestrian it wasn't like the rest of the 99 season but I made a play in that game, it was 3rd and ten, And, um, you know, I remember the play. I hit uh, Derek Carter, rest in peace Derek. down the middle on a broken arrow against uh, a, six, uh, a, cover, a cover three defense that I probably shouldn't have made the throw against. But uh, Ricky Bussell told me that Monday or that Sunday after the game was like a quarterback that was rattled or wasn't in tune with the game, wouldn't when when, have been able to make that play. He felt like I grew up in that moment, even though I threw three picks. I had a rough game and I found a way to make the game win and play really because all it did was gave us the first down and we was able to run the clock out and and the running game did carry the game. So I I don't think you bench Wells. I think you give him an opportunity to come back against a good opponent. And I say good because everybody in ACC is good, I think. Uh, You know, it might be tears, but. Boston College is going to be a challenge, much better than Old Dominion. And just Mm -hmm. see if he can can grow from it and if he can learn from it. He might come out and throw four TDs this week. And we might – the offense might open up and it it might look different. So, I'm excited, man. I just want to be patient with this team. I respect Coach Pride, and I respect the rebuild process, man. And I'm going to stand behind this team 100%. I don't care how we look, you know, at week six or week seven. We're going to build this thing back up together. No doubt. Um, and I I agree
0: with the rebuild uh, notion. And I'll just say that at the end of the day, man, like, you know, we have to understand that this is Prize's first year. He's not from right. Coach Fuente's staff. He's not yeah. from Bima's staff. This is his first year. Ironically, after the tough loss to ODU, they got a commit from South Carolina, I believe, a defensive back. So recruits nice. are still He's interested nice. in coming. I mean. Yeah. i believe in his vision and I, I feel like you you know when you're building something you're going to have some ugly losses um yeah. or disappointing losses i mean it's just it's just the nature of the beast man it's not it's like the, nature of the, business. You know, the previous coach took over at, and went to an sec or big 12 program he was it was agreed that he was let go and prize got to left. Clean up yeah school, man. but yeah we're moving forward man Co- you know,
2: yeah coaching coach probably didn't get left with a lot of groceries as, as you know, Coach Parcells will say the great Bill Parcells, he didn't get left with a lot of groceries to work. he got to go <laughs> shop. He got to find them. Times are changing. Things are changing. The recruitments are changing. The transfers are, you know, it's in a different space. All for the better. And, yeah. you know, the time will come. And not not saying that we sitting here saying that this season is a wash, because I never even say that. I don't care if we get off to 0-3 star. If we can win the next three, it'll be 3-3. Three and then we can win three after that and be six and three. Yeah. So I'm gonna always give us the benefit of the doubt. Now, if it's four year, three three years from now, we still looking the same. one. We'll be like, all right, hey, hey, coach, you want to give me that headset? <laughs> give me the <that> headset. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I mean, uh, we 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 have to, you know, turn the page and give it a chance. You know, interesting. We're going to preview the Boston College matchup with our two guests, as long as long as with Danny. Yeah. Um, he, he's getting ready to jump off 1067 the fan radio here in a minute and join us. But um the wonder, one thing I got a in, question for
2: you. What's up? Before Danny come on. Uh-huh. How many times you played against Boston College?
0: You know, gosh, I played against BC four years. Four years.
2: All
0: right. Really? Yeah, because four my red shirt, my red shirt freshman year I played. Actually, I played him on my birthday one year, went four and o against them we lost my red shirt actually i went three and one against we lost in my red shirt freshman year 95 we lost at home 20 to 14 it was a crazy loss man because thursday night you know how we did tech back then espn and tech thursday night felt like built for blacksburg we lost man and after that we went up there and beat them in boston college um and then we beat them my senior year we had uh if you remember, you were a red shirt. We went up there my senior yeah. year.
2: Went up there red shirt
0: and it was raining. It was raining, yeah, it was, oh, yeah. All Hell, yeah. It was a nasty and, game, man. It was cold. Pearson Prelo had a pick six. They had a running back named McLeod. Nick Sorison threw a yeah. touchdown pass to Ricky or slant. We, <laughs> we went yeah, the, yep. uh, the defense helped hey. carry us that game. Yeah. Hey,
2: hey. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Y'all y'all played amazing. But this yeah. is what I say: that's that's the moment when I learned while I was watching y'all go ham on on Boston College. That was the moment when I realized I can't be on this bench for the next three years. It was so cold over there, bro. Like I was over there freezing and it was raining. I'm like, look, I'd rather be in some action than to be standing here with a jacket on. Right then and there, I made my mind up that I was (laughs) gonna be a starter for four years if it came down to it. But one more question, cause I gotta ask you. what 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 was your favorite BC moment? all
0: your years so man that's a tough one you got me with that favorite bc moment was probably um when we when we beat them in boston college on my birthday um that was either my red shirt sophomore year yeah because my red shirt junior we hosted them my red shirt sophomore we won on my birthday i was a i was a i was a backup but i played a lot of snaps it was me the and Napoli, and Ty washington rotating the garden center and we just, I think we won like 45 to 10. They had one of the wow. castle back guys at quarterback. They had Chris Hovind, a lot of great big defense. Big, Boston College oh, always yeah. got big, oh, yeah.
2: big I, Yeah, and yeah. Defense and was a monster. Yeah, Hovind Chris Hovind. Yeah, so. Hey, I mean, for all um, of Virginia yeah, Tech great. fans watching, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man, I just had a moment with Hovind, but go ahead, cuz. you No, 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 Hovind, no. You played against him, right? Yeah, the 1999 season. In the 1999 season. One one thing we're gonna start doing, we're gonna start telling stories. We're gonna start out yeah. with some stories, and, and we gonna yeah. like we gonna cause we always got them. But oh yeah, <laughs> um, in the nineteen ninety nine game, the game to beat them that we beat them to go to the national championship, I shook Chris Hovan in in in, in the a gap so bad. Please, I love Chris Hovan. I played against him in the pros, but everybody go Google that moment. <laughs> Mike Vick gets away. I'm gonna say get away from Chris Hovan versus at home versus Boston College. Oh <laughs> man, you know, hey, this is one of the sickest moves I ever put on a man. Let me
0: ask you, 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 I mean, Boston College got to be special for you because that yeah. was the game. I was, I was back in Blacksburg. I was staying in Pheasant Run for that weekend, staying at my girl, now my wife's house. You know, we were at the at the townhouse. And that was a big game. You guys beat Boston College to go to the national champion. And you know, y'all won, yeah. I believe, 38 to 14. You and Andre yeah. connected on that D ball. Sharon was getting yeah. off. It was a yeah. it was that would. I mean, I remember you get you got carried off the field with Beamer, right?
2: Yeah, man. I got carried off the field. I actually got a a picture of it in in my basement with me and terrell terrell was right there in the, in the middle of it terrell parham shout out to terrell parham my brother and it was one of them nights man it was one of the moments where um you know it just felt like everybody contributed to that not just us on the field but the fans they tore down the goalposts. <laughs> it, it was one of them nights man it's one of the nights like that you 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 dream of and uh I, I I never thought it would happen to to me or to us and uh you know of course it was because you know so many great ones paved the way before us man we just it finally came together for coach Beamer I was more happy for coach Beamer than anything mm. because coach yeah. finally you know reached the pinnacle of, of, yeah. of probably where he was gonna go you know it's
3: yeah.
2: you can't go no higher than that and i um, like even if we don't win coach we, we got a chance but uh, we, we went down
0: there to New Orleans to win it. Yeah, man. And um, I'm hoping one day we can get back with Brent Pry. And speaking of Brent Pry, we have a guy to hear break down Brent Pry's first opening loss. Uh, Danny Noakes joins us on the Vic 757 show, talking all things tech. Danny Noakes, just fresh off his segments and radio show at 1067. The fan joins us this evening, man. What's going on with you, Danny? How you doing?
1: just got off the air just got off the air gentlemen what nightmare are we reliving this week huh (laughs) (laughs) it happened again right I mean that's the that's what I kept thinking as soon as they took that block or the the bad snap on the field goal back for a touchdown I said it's happening again what's going on
0: yeah, yeah, man. Um, did you watch it in your in your your man cave there, or mm-hmm. did you
1: go to a sports
0: bar? You watched it
1: there. We watched it at home. I watched it me and in my girlfriend, who is also a Hokey alum, and it was just it was like slow, excruciating torture, uh, just yeah. a a, a four quarter stomach ache. And I know that I'm far from alone on that, but. Man, we have a lot to break down about this game because there actually were some positives. There were some things that they did well, particularly on defense. But boy, there's a lot they got to work on. Well, let's talk
2: about the things they did well, Danny. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. yeah. What did? Yeah. What? What what was
2: like? What was your Let's start with the offense. Yeah, Let's start with the
1: go, offense. There you go. There you go. There you the, go. The offense, I thought, started off very well, right? Grant Wells, they got good field position on that first touchdown. Grant Wells makes a nice read, and he ran untouched into the end zone. I was texting my brother Andy. We were all fired up. We say, hey, we might have something here. Look at this guy. He took off like a BB and scored with ease, and it was a good read. I liked what we were seeing from them, even though that, that wasn't their first drive of the game. They obviously sputtered a little bit on their first couple of drives, but I was happy – with what they were doing there. And and another thing that I'll say that I that it, at the time, it was kind of frustrating to watch, but I, I commend their staff for doing it, is they never seemed to get away from running the football. They kept feeding Keyshawn King, even when they found themselves down in this game, which they were several times throughout. So I, yeah. I give them a lot of credit because Fuente would have absolutely abandoned the run game and we probably would have mm. lost by two yeah. touchdowns like we did the first time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know we stayed committed to the run and right I'm going to let you, you know, ask Danny your, your questions. But I was almost sensing, fellas, that we needed to open it up a little bit. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. It just felt like sometimes that we was, we was looking like everybody else. Um, you know, I, I, and I love the zone re game. I was the originator of it. Yeah, And I like right. it. And I like all the slide, And I like the – but I also like to get in four wides and, and five wides too and, and, you know, see where the defense going to present and, and how you – so yeah danny i know you you digested everything but fellas do y'all think we should have jumped into like more sets or was it more that could have been done on offense
0: well yeah i you know um my criticism i always like to watch the game as a fan then go back and either watch the dvr copy or just kind of watching breakdowns or read with guys like andy bitter and david till right just to kind of look at the numbers and the way that game was being officiated you had some belt officials which believe me they had a horrible game officiating the game especially if you're a tech oh, fan God. they were terrible yeah with that being said i feel like when you get a turnover or when you virginia tech came out down seven three at the half and they got the um they stopped odu they stopped the odu for three consecutive possessions and did not score and i feel like when you have a team bottled up because odu was not good offensively a lot of it had to do with virginia tech was doing on defense so ODU was not right. good offensively i felt like to your point mike they were calling pis i know caleb smith their best deep threat and best receiver was hamper out hampered with a um, hamstring injury mm-hmm. but at the same time you got receivers try to throw it up you know get a you know see get a 50 50 ball like put the put the onus on the ref to make a call maybe do a you know you saw on um, florida state i was watching them on sunday night they did trickery you know double reverse <laughs> pass you know throw a trick play and do something to seize momentum because I I firmly believe this even if I was not a tech guy I firmly believe if Virginia Tech had gone up um double digit points 14 points like they were close to doing several times I don't think ODU would even come close to winning that game what are your thoughts Danny
1: yeah I I actually think that's true and I think your, your first point Dwight spoke exactly to what Mike was saying and I'm going to piggyback off it too because if I had to give a reason as to why pry and Tyler Bow and the offensive coordinator weren't willing to open up the playbook maybe as much as you would have expected Mike is because they're a little bit hesitant to do that with Grant Wells right now they're a little bit nervous about allowing him to stretch the field and you saw the three turnovers that he had in this game now two of them probably weren't his fault at least two of them by the way. So you could you can take that home and, and say okay it wasn't that bad but one of those interceptions was a poor decision and it was it was more of what we saw from him at Marshall and those were the concerns of what was the number one key that we said going into last week that they needed to not do it was turn the football over and and that will go for any team you know you can't turn the ball over five times and expect to win a football game on the road like that not when not when you're Virginia Tech so if I had to guess that would be the reason why they weren't willing to open it up but like you guys were saying, why not take a couple of shots downfield, right? They're calling pass interference. I have as much faith in the faith in the athletes that we have at Virginia Tech to go up and make a play on a ball against this this ODU secondary as much as I do the Monarchs to make a play on a ball that, that gets thrown yeah. deep. So you know, it 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 was a little bit odd, especially when they got down to see that they still weren't taking a ton of shots. Yeah. But you know what's going
2: you know what's going to change, fellas, in terms of. Like the landscape with this picture, so the kid that made the game-winning interception uh, for ODU, mm-hmm. he was from Norfolk. He was from mm-hmm. Norfolk, Virginia. Yep. And when they they said it during the announcement, I and I, I heard it during the broadcast, and I, it was like the safety from Norfolk, Virginia. And I'm like, he looked good. He was like physically fit, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm saying to myself, you know, something has to change here we need those type of plays to be made on our side and this is a kid from norfolk virginia but it just goes to show that the talent is in the area and, and i know at some point we'll be back down there full force we gotta be you know that's the objective you know we gotta you know we gotta have those type of players making plays at some point you know it, it, during the game so you know i mean look regardless of where you're from you gotta make plays but it, it, to hear him that he was from the 757 area that really like was like man you yeah, know yeah, where no, our we, guys that <laughs> our guys they writing out yeah. backyard and they yeah. you know they they making plays right they beating us
3: mm-hmm. they beating us now mm-hmm.
2: come on man. And, and mike before us. i
0: asked danny my question you know i was there in attendance and just yep. like a few years ago odu fans and i was there in the summer to move my daughter in odu fans and players are going to treat every especially when they're at home when they come to tech we usually smack them but when they're at home that's going to be their championship game because they're still a new football program they're not even 10 years if they are right I don't, I don't know right. if they're 10 years old yet but with that being said that is still the marquee game on their schedule and they, they play UVA but they're going to always get up for Tech because of what Tech yeah. stands for historically Danny um I want to ask you this um Obviously, you know, defensively, Coach Pryor called a great game, um, and his staff looked to do a good job with the lack of depth because I heard him in his postgame presser saying, you know, defense got worn down. There were some guys that played a little bit too many reps. But we saw some great things. You, your boy, Nasir Peoples, was out there hitting Greg uh, – excuse me, not Greg, his younger brother, Jalen Strowman was good. Um, you know, Dax Hollyfield played – he had – he graded out the best linebacker of anybody in the country. I wow. mean, he got that. Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, I that, Dax. I hadn't that
1: actually.
0: Was, yeah, Dax is killing it. So with that being said, there were a lot of great things. We got Boston College coming up, man. Do you think we can expect a repeat performance? They're coming off a loss to um, a tough loss to Rutgers, um, where they led most of the game, but Rutgers just, you know, really, really uh, took advantage of their mistakes. What do you expect from us when we host Boston College here this Saturday night? A primetime game in Lane Stadium, a home opener.
1: Well, one of the other keys guys that I said that Virginia Tech needed to change from the Fuente era to the Pry era was coming out with a little bit more energy. And I don't necessarily think that they were incredibly flat when they came out against ODU, but it still wasn't the level of energy that I would like to see. So now that they're back at home, now that they're playing under the lights at Lane, I think that there will be a little bit more energy, a little bit more juice, they get to play their first ACC game too. And I think you will see, you'll see exactly that you'll see some better energy. Now they got to limit the turnovers. Boston College, part of the reason that they ended up losing by just one point to Rutgers was they kept turning the football over. And for, for the Hokies, it's, it's really not going to be a complicated formula to beating this team because Boston College is not a team that's riddled with talent, not at all. But if you come out, your offense starts the game again like it did against Old Dominion, I think you need to put some points on the board, whether it's a field goal or whether it's a touchdown. You need to come out and you need to show that 17 points against Old Dominion is not the standard. Right. We're, we're used to watching that sort of thing under Fuente. That's not OK anymore. All right. So now let's let's strap up. Let's put on our big boy pants and let's go play. Right. Because this is what I said at halftime of this game. I said, you better get that deer in the headlights. Look out of your eyes or you're going to lose this game. <laughs> That's what it was. Deer in the headlights, just like it was the first time we, yeah. we lost to them. Yeah. And it was it was literally like watching history repeat itself. And, and they they came out and they just looked overwhelmed. So. Hey, hey. A clean and start Danny, you is hit the on key.
2: Dan, you hit it on the head, man, but but you know where energy come from, gentlemen? Energy come from belief. Mm. And and Dan, you said it all last year, he was like, we gotta come out with more energy, we gotta start faster. And and when you come out and you just a, timid, a little bit timid and you have second slow, you're not believing in what you're seeing, you can't bring that. So I think preparation, you know, at least the amazing performances. But you got to—that energy comes from belief mm-hmm. that we about to go out there and smack them, yep. and 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 that's what has to happen. Yeah, great point. Mike. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Danny. With that
0: being said, um, you know, we're not going to get into the other ACC teams. You know, the ACC. Clemson didn't look great against Georgia Tech, but they pulled away. North Carolina gave up forty points in the quarter to Appalachian State. UVA beat Richmond 34-17. But you know, I talked to my guy Maud Hawkins, who covers the games. They were vanilla, you know, and they got a tough one against uh Illinois, it's the nation's top rusher mm-hmm. on the road this weekend. Uh we, we have Boston College. wake forest just got their quarterback back. Uh Pittsburgh, you know, West Virginia gave them a game, but you know, they lost about that was a good game. That was a that good weekend. game, though.
2: The, the bottom line, I'm feeling
0: yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say Virginia Tech is an eight or nine win team. I mean Right now, I think we're at a place where, you know, they have to scratch a claw for every victory. But as Mike said right before you jumped on for your Noakes Noakes segment, Virginia Tech can still win. I'm not going to say the Coastal or the ACC, but they can still win games. Yeah. They take care of the football, yeah. make some plays. ACC is not the SEC or the Big Ten this year. You're so right. What would be, as the fans watch this right now, what should they expect? I know this, you're not the coach, <laughs> but this is your segment. What do you think they should expect, not just this weekend, but moving forward as, as Pry gets the, the team to focus and build on their strengths and take care of their mistakes? What should they expect?
1: Well, if Pry is doing what I would assume he's doing and hope that he's doing, he's challenging his guys right now. And I watched one of the drills I think that the receivers were doing today, and they were firing footballs at him. I just from saw the, that five yards away (laughs) running right into a defender they were not playing around that was just the receivers you can only imagine what the guys that see a lot more contact than the receivers were doing so i hope that he challenges them and i think a lot of the stuff that we've talked about will come when the team really starts to buy in when they believe like mike was saying right i i had to take a step back after this game because as frustrating as it was and despite the fact that they lost tech had every opportunity to go and win that game didn't but they had every opportunity to do it and so if you take a step back, it's the first game of the season. There's a lot of very winnable games still on the schedule. I'm going to walk back that seven to eight win prediction that I had in the last show. But we won't talk about the win total anymore because obviously this is probably <laughs> going to be a week to week thing. I mean, and when you talk, when you start yes. to look at who's healthy and who's not, I think that's probably a, a, an interesting wrinkle too. Caleb Smith got banged up, left the game sometime in the first half, but they're hopefully getting C.J. McRae back. Malachi, Malachi Thomas was, was dressed today. Um, Pry said that Thomas is a fast healer, man. If we, if we get Holston going, Keyshawn King and uh, Malachi Thomas, I I mean, don't even let Wells throw the ball. If, if, if you're moving the ball on the ground, you know what I mean? I don't think that they'll be successful if they only run the ball, obviously, but no,
2: no, we got to see some passing. They're getting
1: some guys back. We got to see.
2: uh, Yeah. This, this is all in preparation for, you know, the Clemson's we play Clemson. No, not, not no, no.
0: Thank no. We no, no, play no, Clemson.
2: I right, so preparation for Duke and Pitt and West mm-hmm. Virginia.
0: Yeah.
3: So yes. We,
2: we gotta yeah. get we gotta find a rhythm. We gotta find yeah. some type of rhythm, um, whether it's on offensive or defense or one side of the That's ball really has to carry the team. So one side of the ball has to carry the team. That's right a great point.
0: Yeah. And 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 um, Danny, as we uh we get ready to let you go here in a second, um. You know we have Boston College, um, a very winnable game, and after that, we have uh, what was it? Was it Walford? Walford? Walford, I can never consider that name right. And then that big showdown with our old Big East foe, West Virginia on Thursday night. Um, there are plenty of opportunities for Virginia Tech to build this and make a statement. Um, when you look at Coach Pry, I mean, obviously, you know, we all three of us believe in him, I believe the players believe in him. I asked Mike this question before you jump on. How short of a leash should Grant Wells have? I firmly believe it would be premature to pull him. Um, Mike agreed, but I do think there has to be accountability. I do think competition from your backups, because this is a team where you can't afford to be but so patient. So how short of a leash do you have? I mean, quarterbacks sometimes get too much pressure and too much blame, you know, but at the same time, what is your what is your thought process with him moving forward?
1: it's a good question and and I definitely want to hear what Mike has to say about it because he's the the former quarterback but well, he I said would,
0: he said he wouldn't he wouldn't pull him yet
1: he w- yeah I would definitely yeah. not pull yeah him yet. Comment, good. yeah I would say that it, it depends a lot on what happens right the, the, the next three games I, I broke it down the season in thirds in our last segment last week and these first four games are well they were supposed to be four very winnable games now one of them you lost your opportunity to do that okay well now Boston College, like you said, very winnable game. I, Grant Wells, if he comes in and he turns the ball over a bunch of more times, again, game two, probably still not something that I'm going to do. But I think around week four, that West Virginia game, they'll, and, and I assume that they're going to play better against Wofford, right? I mean, I think we can still call that one probably a win. We'll see what happens Maybe. against BC. but And, and I know that Tech really shouldn't be taking any wins for grand right now. Trust me. I think around that West Virginia game, though, if, if Grant Wells still isn't playing at least diminished turnover football, right? If he hasn't cut down on them a little bit, you might start to hear a little bit of uh, rumblings from the quarterback room that, that Brown might start to yeah. take some of his reps away.
3: And
0: I'm yeah. OK. I with it. I, want Wells to, I want Wells to do well. But I, Me I, I mentioned I mentioned to our fans on the Twitter space after the game. I saw um, Tyrod Taylor, you know, get pulled from a game when Sean Glennon went in against Duke at home. We ended up winning the game 14 or 17 to 10. I saw Brian Randall get pulled against Miami when Miami had won 30-something conference. Actually, they had a national game winning streak, and Marcus came in, Mike's younger brother, my young cousin. We beat Miami 31 to 7 when they had Sean Taylor. They were defending national champions. Whatever they were, they were the U back then. A lot of great quarterbacks have to sit for a half or a quarter or a week. I don't think it's... Anything bad? I just think, like Mike said, accountability has to be at the forefront. You got to take care of the football. You got to block. You got to catch interceptions. You got to make game winning plays. So I know all three of us believe in that. Danny, thank you for jumping on. This is great as, as usual. Noakes, Noakes is a hit. So we'll see you next week. We'll talk about hopefully a Tech win. We appreciate you. Thanks,
1: yeah, I, I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Look forward to hopefully talking about a Hokies win this this next week. Yes, sir.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely sir. we will we will yes, yes sir. sir stay positive Nokes, everybody everybody Absolutely. nox nox 106.7 is fine 106.7 the fans own um appreciate him jumping on man so we're getting ready to bring in our special guest, uh mike but um i'm glad danny came in and talked about the same things you too, and I did. not so much about agreeing but more so accountability i mean you know everybody's right. frustrated but at the same time man you know we got to keep moving forward i mean we got to turn the page and we got to you know see what pride in the, the offensive coaches and defensive coaches do when it comes yep. to adjustments and making sure guys are in a position to win and make plays, man. So, yes, sir. you know, I'm looking forward to it, man. And I'm looking forward to these two guests we have joined us, man, none other than Oscar Smith's own, <laughs> Virginia Tech's own as well, Greg Boone. And also, Aaron doing? Rouse is in the building. Um, GB. Yes, sir. On, Two bro? of the best, man. What's good, gentlemen? What's good with y'all? I can't call him on the Yeah. What's up, fellas? What's
4: good? Good I, to see
0: y'all, boy. Hey, it's great to see y'all, man. I talked to you. So, I, I was telling Mike before you jumped on, um, uh, Rouse, I, I was talking to you after the game. I saw you and Bruce Smith on the sideline getting view, And then mm-hmm. I was leaving the stadium. And you were talking about the loss and you talked to the team. I even I talked to, I dabbed G up, Greg. I didn't even realize my young Virgo brother was there. Because you had glasses <laughs> on that night, right? did you have glasses yeah, on? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was looking astute. I didn't recognize you. You know what I'm saying? So um we got we we want to have you uh we're glad to have you guys both on, man. You two of my favorite players, two of my favorite people, and we got four guys from 757 on here. So this is even more yeah.
2: you know yeah. what I'm saying. I wish I could have made I wish I could have made the game with y'all, man, because you know we we, we would have. We would have definitely held it down for the seven
3: five man absolutely uh, that's the first yeah. game so you got more been good to see y'all too yeah always hey, bro
0: hey always. uh greg greg i'm gonna start with you man um you and i over the last several years we during games i'm not gonna give everybody the insight because some of that stuff was rated at all but like <laughs> during previous seasons <laughs> greg and i will be on twitter texting Damn, each what? other <laughs> yeah dming each other about the game and, you know, because we care about the Hokies, man. Um, uh, Greg, I'll start with you. You you were at the game like myself, like Rouse and a lot, of Brian Randall, a lot of us went in attendance, you know, a lot of former players, alumni, you know. Um, what was your thoughts? What were your impressions about the good and the bad with Virginia Tech against ODM? Uh, Defense, defense looked good. Defense held their own. I thought, I thought the
5: offense, it, it was more too much deep and dunk offense. They ain't had no shots deep. Which causes the defense to get out like eight man front.
2: So without
5: without that, I, I just
2: thought it it was just a waste. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph I agree what about
4: with you? you. I agree with you, Greg. Well, I think um from my perspective, it was just uh you know, I came in with the understanding that Rome wasn't built in a day.
3: Mm.
4: And so uh, I knew coach uh, Coach Pryor had to get some time to, to get the team together, to to gel together um under his you know, new administration so to speak but for me it was the little things it was just uh i thought the defense played solidly but obviously when they're on the field majority of the night it, it makes it harder um at the end of the day to stop those big plays but that's what you task with at a lot of times defense got to can't break um and i thought the offense i thought the offense it was just it was just lack of focus you know you have five turnovers you all know you, you're not gonna win any game with five turnovers, um, you know. So again, I thought it was just special teams play was just a it was just a lack of focus. It was almost like the little things, um, all that you know. You go through spring practice you, before you actually get in a real game. All the little things you all know in, in spring practice you can get away with it, but when them lights on and time to actually play, all those little things become mag- magnified and huge things and and we beat ourselves i uh, that's not taking away from odu ODU did what they were supposed to do mm-hmm. but i just think again if, if we were to play with more of a, a focus and uh we have 15 penalties you know yeah. we oh, play more yeah. with focus and discipline we would we would have won that game i mean so that's that's those are
2: my initial thoughts fellas like we, we we've been throwing around the word rebuild and, and if it's Everybody's been saying we're rebuilding, but and and I start with you, Greg. Like when you think about a rebuild for a team, what does that look like? Is that a five and five season? Is it a, you know, a a six and five season? You know, is it a three and eight season like fellas? Like what do you all think like this season should look like as you know, as it unfolds throughout the the course of the year? Because everybody's wondering, like, what is this team going to look like? You know, come week seven, week eight or where will we be in the standards? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know about the rebuild season being five and five. That to me,
5: that's disappointment. I'm I'm trying to win at least eight games or better. First year, not like I I understand right, right, he got his recruits in and ne- nothing, but still I'm, I'm always set my goals down. I ain't never been on the team that lost. My whole time, they take I, I tell we average at least nine and ten wins a season. So mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in a rebuild stage as far as five and five.
4: Mm-hmm. I would think um, you know you gotta manage expectations. I think obviously, I mean Mike and Dwight, you all are legends and y'all set the you know y'all set the bar high. You know along with you know Bruce Smith and them era. But Mike, I think when you all came along, I mean national championship run, y'all we were ten win type season. So we've been spoiled along for yes. a long time. We've been very very spoiled. And as Greg said, you know, you always want to set your goals high and, and set, at such a high level. But also, you got to manage expectations. This this not the same. It's not the same era of football how we play because this NIL and the transfer portal is completely right. different. You know, and that's why for me it it comes back to the fundamentals. It comes back to tackling, knowing your assignments, and being and being you know greedy and hungry on the defense side of the ball, but on the offensive side of the ball, being efficient. Um, with the ball so with that i think with a coming in with a new coach new coaching staff um players setting the expectation has always been there i mean we hokies, we're a power five program so you're not coming in there with an understanding you're not gonna win no games that should already be you know solidified in any recruits mind but i think the expectation is and now you all know is what's important now one one week at a time you know and at the end of the season. We got eight wins i'm happy with that you know we got five wins i'm happy with any game that we can win but for me i want to see improvement i'm going to the game this weekend and i want to see improvement because you know you guys know from the first game usually second to third game when you make the most improvement and i want to see if they clean all the little things up yeah and all will
3: start
0: with better leadership too though leadership what you mean boom
4: what you mean
5: i mean when i played freshman sophomore whatever like you had upperclassmen. classmen that just mm-hmm. if you're falling off the boat they gonna make sure they get you right right back on that boat yeah
3: yeah
2: the yeah. let, let me say something i, I want to touch on something that ralph said and i i think it's very important for it you know he was talking about talent and everybody's talking about you know talent as it equates to winning and losing probably we, we expect we got high expectations and
1: mm-hmm. like everybody
2: know that we got really high expectations and you don't, you know, with the NIL and everything that's going on, like coaching is gonna have to be at a premium because you're not gonna get these top-tier guys who getting, you know, unless you, you know, unless that that aspect changed, but we won't get into that. And maybe it's the future for that, but now you're gonna get some of these guys who aren't top-tier players, it might not be five-star, there four-star, you go. might be three-star got to be, might be you a three-star guy but you really got to coach him hard and you got to right. cater the system around him so just pertaining to what you said i just really feel like you know the coaches gonna have to do just a little bit more man and don't want to put more expectations or more pressure on them but i think i i kind of feel like that's where it's, it's gonna come from for the next couple of years because we are in competition with a different world out there you know, with mm-hmm. a whole different recruiting yeah. world. Yeah. That yeah. now mm-hmm. consists of recruit. A lot of our teams was Virginia and Florida guys. If you think about it, think about some of your mm-hmm. boys. So 757, DC, Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. was, a lot of them was from Florida and guys we had a lot of respect for. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: we got to change our little landscape of where we we're we recruiting at. But yeah, th- I know that's going off on a tangent, a totally different space. But nah, I think sorry. our coaches got to take a little more responsibility.
3: Oh, yeah, no, nah, you good
4: yeah I thought it was um absolutely I, I look at it like I was on a, a sideline ODU game and I was I was we were talking Brendan Hill Kevin Jones and I we were all speaking and uh I referred it to the the, the coaching level has to be of that of Greg Popovich you know where he, his teams yeah. were always like fundamental you know they ran yeah. fundamental basketball and they were hard to beat you know they were hard to beat that it didn't matter yeah. If you had, uh, you know, the number one top recruit in the nation or top five recruit, it matters when you have on that uniform that you're doing exactly what you were coached to do in practice, you know, no mistakes, none of that. And I think Greg, you touched on a great point too, as far as leadership, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah. I don't even want to begin to drop names, but we came in with a whole... Deuce, Ryan, good yeah, you know, Eric, yes. Eric, yeah, wow. yeah, Rouse. I, Rouse yeah. I was gonna look, come, I'm glad you said on, that because
0: I was gonna tell Boone. Boone, first of all, he came from the powerful Oscar Smith, then he got there and he playing with some of the best players, not just in Virginia high school history, but tech history. So I agree with him, but like when I was watching y'all play, I mean, y'all took what we left off, and y'all took it to another level. I mean, Boone was not there with guys from Jerusalem mm-hmm. University.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how, how many how many of us how many of us was five star recruits though? I, exactly. I wasn't. Needed. Four star, Three. I wasn't, you know. And that's what and, our program was built on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Leadership, coaching, blue collar, hardworking right. players. Hard working, right? And, and, right. and, and, and we're not we're not highly recruited. So yes, fellas, it, it can be done. I mean, hey, D'Angelo been, Hall, was he was he a five-star recruit? I want to think so. D'Hall was a yeah. monster. <laughs> he, he, he but he been, been. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Yeah, he should've been. Right.
0: No, no. He should've been. But he coming out, he was he was known in highly ranked, but not
2: highly touted. So And still winning the hit, first yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. Gabba yeah. Bud, Gabba Bud. And what was our DB coach's name? I, I'm sorry, I forget. to get Coach Ward. Gabriel Coach yeah. Ward, you went to the pros, Rouse. Four or five yeah. years in the pros. Cam Chancellor, four or five years in the pros. I'm, I'm just saying, like, we won't, we won't highly recruit it. But well, you hey, know cousin, what, it me, was me... a go ahead, Rouse. Go, go, ahead, ahead. go ahead,
4: go ahead, Dwight.
2: Well, I was just no, going to say, the, real,
0: real quick, Rouse. I definitely want to hear your point. I think what it comes down to, and this is why I'm high on Coach Pride, because he was there three years with me when we created lunch pail. We beat Miami for the first time. He was at Penn State and he saw how from two perspectives in building through the right. Commonwealth and recruiting. Mm-hmm. Yes. But most I'll importantly, prepare, yeah. most importantly, we knew how to win. And there was a culture and identity in place. So even years after you and I left, because Boom Rouse, Vince Hall, you know, Vegas, Ryan, yeah, everybody they took it knew, over and years later, mm-hmm. you know, Marcus, everybody knew no matter what. And then, of course, you know we saw what happened after beams and them left. But I think that's what pride's trying to get back to—is that foundation of identity. Because sure. you know he like, will, and I, yeah, and I know he will for yeah, sure. I cool. think he coach.
4: I, I was going to say I think Coach Pry has done a, you know, he's done a great job of trying to reinstitute and and rebuild that seven five seven connection. You know what yeah. I mean through eight oh through eight oh four. You know, all the way yeah. back to Southampton, Hampton Road, and that's where you know I, I've seen him and the coaching staff down here. Rebuilding up those relationships with the likes of Oscar Smith, Green Run. You know, we got to get Dre Bly out of here though, cause Dre,
2: yeah, Dre down here. I'm about to send some <laughs> clues nah. to Dre, crib. Nah, nah, send, <laughs> hey look, hey look, we want we want that. We want to compete with Dre. Absolutely. I love Dre, that's our brother. That's our brother, hey, come hey, on give, Dre, I'm bring it him. on. Bring I'm it on, here so, we come. I'm gonna
4: give him some heat, but um, but you know, yeah, it's, it's back to, like we talked about those three, four, five star recruits that when we came down here, it was like, it was a different type of what coaches, Brian Steinspring, Jim Cavanaugh, and Beamer, what, what they were looking for. They was looking for mm-hmm. those hard-nosed players who ain't afraid to work. You know, as them dogs, yeah. like we like we like to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those players who were a little bit rough around the edges, but, you know, they could play and they were good kids. You know, I think a lot of times the way the college atmosphere has gotten so much, teams, and not necessarily tech, but just in general don't want to take a chance on players who may be rough around the edges. And that's what, yeah. you know, Coach Beamer and them were, were good at that, like
2: that was us. That was us. It, it that was us. That was all of us.
4: Our, our background mm-hmm. and molded us into men we are today. And So, yeah. I think we we got to get back to that. I think Coach Pry is definitely on on target with that on point with that. It's just again, this this college atmosphere, man, with its NIL, transfer portal, it's just different now. It it yeah. it's completely different and you're competing with teams being been having access to TV. Cause that was the whole thing. He was like, "I'm going. I want to be on TV." You know what I mean? Not yeah, everybody yeah. on TV. That was a big thing.
2: Hey, fellas, you yeah. know what? You know what? Added fuel to our fire. Man, we need to find Coach Gentry. They get oh, Coach oh, Gentry oh, in that building. Oh. gonna be a oh, They got we, we play we play angry. We play angry oh, because of what Gentry no, put us through. They got they got they, got
0: they got you're 100 right. They got they got his protege in there back. They brought him back, Jared Ferguson. Oh, Jared, Jared Ferguson. Back. That's right? That's, yeah. That's so right. so listen yeah. again pride knows that we know that um I mean I Mike you you, 100 right because that angry that attitude like Boone I was telling Mike reminding him about when you played um in the wild turkey it was it was it was the wildcat but when you got a quarterback and they put you back there in the wild turkey you were literally running people over man like you look like you know um Thanos like you had all five soul stones or whatever rings <laughs> <and> <laughs> you was killing people you know, just before we jump into Hokie trivia and then our hokey outs Boone, I wanna I wanna I want you to go first and we get to you, Rouse, man. You mentioned about you came there from the great Oscar Smith and you came to tech and you were a quarterback in high school and a really good one. You were physical, but you were a winner and you you changed mm-hmm. positions, you played tight ends and you won conference championships, man. Just remind everybody, man, watching and, and listening on Spotify, like talk about like your times at tech, man, just what it was like, not just the winning, but you know, just the mindset you guys had and just what it meant to be a hokey for you. Well, for me, freshman year was the worst. What? Freshman year by, freshman year by far the worst. That that seven
5: o'clock breakfast chat with Bruce and Bruce snitching on everybody. <laughs>
2: everybody know about Bruce? Shout out to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Bruce was being right hand man. Yes.
5: Um, there. I mean, for me just this, this guy from the area man everybody you can connect with so 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 that made it somewhat easier for me that's why i committed to that just because so many amount of people from the area but um overall man i, I wouldn't change nothing about my experience there like i, I had a great time
0: House, mm-hmm. what about you man you part of that hey. great dbu legacy man i mean good god you've been part of our trivia questions i mean the db legacy is still crazy even after bima left they you know they got uh Diablo in the league with the Raiders. Right. Faceon is DBU. still playing. Faceon, you know, um, Greg Strowman is still playing. We, you know, mm-hmm. the Edmonds brothers. Uh,
1: yeah, you know,
0: yeah. I mean, we still doing it, man. You're part of a great legacy. Just again, your time there.
4: Yeah, man. My I, listen, I I didn't think about going to college. I didn't have. I was too poor to even think about, you know, going to school. And the main reason why I went to Virginia Tech because of Mike. I mean, Mike, was he did some phenomenal things, man. And he was from here. He was from the 757. And then turned around, Ryan Winneker, you know, from Young's Park, from where I'm originally yeah. from, went to Virginia Tech. And so I was just blown away by that. But then to have Coach Beamer and Brian Steinspring, I mean, right coming off that national, chip run, uh, national championship run in my high school, offered me a ride. I was like, man, it's a no brainer. Like, this, this is where I'm going. And my experience is technically, I didn't have the typical college experience just because, you know, I was a dad, I was raising a kid, That's right.
3: That's I was right. a
4: full time student and I was an athlete just trying to make sure I graduated and um, trying to make sure I performed on the football field. So, you know, after the big games, I didn't get a chance to go to tot's, top of the stairs or go down, go downstairs <laughs> and things like that. Man, you ain't missing nothing.
2: You ain't missing I was
4: hopping in my, I was hopping in my Caprice, <laughs> you know, coming back to the 757 to see my son. So yeah. But man, good man, I, I tell you the things that I missed though most and I love most is just our guys, man. Um, I mean, we were we were really it was a it was a real brotherhood and we played for each other. I mean, lights out, we had a chip on our shoulder. And then it, it didn't matter whether you came from Nova, from Florida. From eight oh four, from 75, it didn't matter where you came from. You had them hokey yeah. colors on, bro. We was riding against anybody that year where we had the family. number one ranked defense. We felt like we could take on a pro team. I mean, our mindset was just like it didn't matter who came in the lane. It didn't matter where we went, whether it was down in UVA or West Virginia. We taking over, man. And that's where that's what I want to see from our kids, like from our from our program. When I'm when I'm watching, I ain't necessarily watching so much of like schemes and things like that. I want to see heart. You know, I'm watching seeing if guys are like finishing plays, game tackling. If guys are like catching the ball with a, with an attitude or making sure like they running plays efficiently and proficient. I want to see heart and like a passion for the game. Cause that's what made us all great. When I used to watch Mike and them play, man, like he refused to be tackled. You know what I'm saying? He could have easily yeah. just. Yeah, One person yeah. could have easily just tried to get man. Listen, it took more than 11 people to try to tackle that man, you know what I'm saying? red boom Greg Boone, even though he lined up at quarterback or whatever tight end, you had to bring four or five people to try to tackle him. It was like, yeah. I, I to go down. so that's what I'm saying. And then play on the side of the ball, I'm getting hyped because I'm just you know, I just yeah, I'm love, at, I, hey, I, hey, Ross, I, like, I love our that. style of play, man. You know, yeah. on the defense side of the ball, it was game tackle, it was. I'm trying to get a fumble. I'm trying to make sure a turnover. I'm trying to make sure this running back. Next time comes, He, he tiptoes. Where the mindset at, man? That's And this, it ain't just, it's just the whole, you know, some college programs have a good, good, um, you know, uh, done a good job of keeping the kids focused on the mindset. And this is why I think Coach Pry and the coaches staff where their their work really is, you know, cut out for them, getting these kids mindset and focus on how we play football at Virginia Tech and understanding that When we see like an older you,
3: I haven't earned the right to wear these colors. You know what
4: I mean? It's it's that level of respect and mindset that we we wear these colors. We earned this right here. Because coach just saw something in us that was different from another player. And that was like, we don't quit. We don't give up. We don't care who you is. We're going to ball out. We're going to give you all that we have. And so... That's what I wanna see. You know, whether we win, lose or draw, that's something I saw from, you know, learn from Coach Beamer. It was how you played the game. You know, whether yeah, we won uh, or lost, it yeah,
3: was how you yeah, played I the game. So.
0: Yeah, I wanna ask you guys this before um we jump into Hokie Trivia sponsored by Alexandria Restaurant Partners. We all played against Boston College. Boston College even when I played in the 90s they look the same they're still big and they got Strong. all those guys <laughs> you know those just they are they, the same thing they're the same team but they're not the same team they are also in transition and like us trying to get back to where they need to be or where they want to be um Boone you played against BC I'll start with you and you saw the game you were there in person like and a lot of tech people um, what does technically do? I mean, I obviously the whole X's and O's, not turn the ball over. You heard Rouse get this all fired up with just having that mindset. But from a game plan perspective, um, seeing what they did well, seeing what they didn't do well, what is what do they need to do? It's a home opener for Coach Pride. What does to do offensively, defensively as a team to get that W? Offensively, I think
5: they're gonna need to take some shots deep just to keep the defense honest. With all this thinking and dunking plays, like you're not gonna keep a defense honest once just treat like Buzz Foster do. And Buzz Foster could make your offense one dimensional, then he already won the game at that point. And, and I yeah. felt like the whole game, we were just a lot of swing passes to the running backs in the flats and a lot of tight end pass to uh, tight ends in the flats. And to me, I think without, without throwing it deep, it's, it's not keeping your uh, uh, offense honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rouse, um, you were talking to me, Boone was there. He came over late after the game, man. You. You know I know you in politics and you <laughs> probably gonna be a senator or governor <laughs> one day, but if you don't do that or you get tired of that, you could definitely be a coach. Cause Mike, I i was heading out because you know, you crowd, and I'm trying to get out there because you know they talking trash. I'm like, you know what, let me get to my <laughs> yeah. hotel room. But um Rouse stopped me. He's like, Yeah, they would do it. He started breaking it down on how they need to sit on Rouse. I said, Oh yeah, Rouse, you know, same energy, man. Like, what does technically do? you know, this weekend in a primetime game of their home open against Boston College in order to get that W?
4: Play smart. I think they need to play smart and they need to show a hunger for the ball. When the ball was in the air for us, it was ball hawks. Everybody was trying to get that ball. And so I think he, the defense play, I mean, you couldn't ask for the defense to play any any better than last week. It's just on those big plays, big plays that kill you. So you got to make sure you capitalize on those big plays. But be ball hawks. And I think... um they dropped you know, four picks.
0: You saw that, right? They dropped four picks. Yeah,
4: yeah. They. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there you go. And that's all field position, you know. Especially teams. I mean, it's the little things like not fair catching the punt, letting the ball hit the ground, and changing the field. You know, losing the the um, field uh, field position. You losing that. And I think again, it's it's the little things, man. it's it playing smart, playing focused. And playing with uh a certain passion, passion. Know, for the game and so end of the day you know you know this term my right? y'all have heard this all the time just win baby win just win, just win. you know just, just win at, at this end point. Of the day get just get the w because yep. one thing i know two things you know one thing for certain two things for sure is when there's blood in the water that's when people coming you know everybody coming out the the, exactly they'll give you their best shot and so yeah they yep. think we weak. They think you know. They think they smell blood in the water. So, them boys, them boys got to have that mindset, man. It's it's me against the world, or us against the world, in in terms of team. No, no Thank doubt, sir.
0: No doubt, man. Well, now I've, I've told you guys we're at a segment now where all our fans love, and you guys get to now test your hokey knowledge. We are here for the hokey trivia <laughs> segment. <laughs> so. We got four (laughs) questions and one potential bonus question, depending on how you guys do. Before I do that, let me shout out our sponsors, Alexandria Restaurant Partners, featuring Mia's Italian Kitchen, The Majestic, The Palette 22, High Tide Lounge, and other restaurants formed in 2015 and 16 to be the best in the nation and the biggest by achieving operational excellence, leading it with integrity, and being transparent. Um, visit alexandria to learn more about careers, private events, and sign up for future offers. Shout out to our guy Win and Alexandria Restaurant Partners responds. So, Rouse boom as the crowd would say in Lane <laughs> Stadium. And Mike knows this. This is our season two. Last week, man, we had the great Corey Moore on, and Mike and I I do the questions. You guys get the answers. Multiple choice format. Um <laughs> boy as great as he was, two time Biggies player of the year, All American. He's up for the National College Football Hall of Fame. He went 0 for 4. Just to let you know, nobody's gotten 4 all right. I think the closest was the great Chris Ellis. He got 3 out of 4, him and Cornell Brown. But ultimately, we don't always see that if ever we get 4 right. So I'm going to see where we go. All right, first question. Boone, I'm going to start with you. What was Virginia Tech's nickname before they became the Hokies? <laughs> was it A and Rouse just wait your turn, Mike? You, I'm going with Boone first. Before <laughs> Aaron's Rouse faces classic. <laughs> it's a good one. Yo, before they became the hokies, was it A, the tough turkeys? B fighting turkeys, C, brown birds, or D fighting gobblers? I'm gonna go with D fighting gobblers. Okay. Boone is going for fighting gobblers. What you got rouse we is it you want me to read the questions again tough turkeys no cheating i see you looking down unless you reflecting you thinking no cheating <laughs> you the last time. yeah fighting turkeys brown birds tough turkeys or fighting goblins
4: i'm gonna go with uh what you, what you say boo I mean, you saying listen, listen, D- listen it, what? he said <laughs> hey, D- we, hey if, if we all wrong we all right I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with the goblins, fighting
3: the,
2: the, the
4: fighting goblins. I'm, I'm,
3: okay.
2: I'm, I'm going. with the fighting goblins too. That kind of stick, and the rest right. of those, the, the rest of those names just sound terrible. So it had to be the fighting goblins. It had to be the fighting
0: goblins. Hey, hey, you guys are correct. So you check one off, man. The Let's fighting go, goblins' nickname was Let's go, fellas. 1908, man. 16 years at the Virginia Tech, then. We were the Virginia Agriculture and Mechanical College affiliate of the football nice. team, so nobody really knows how plan. it got started. There's rumors and speculation, but, you know, basically, we were the fight. That was drivers. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was a good All right. One. Here we go. I, I'm I'm trying to be unique because I got this one along the same lines. After Virginia Tech scores their touchdown in Lane Stadium, the Corps cadets fire a cannon. What is the name of the cannon? Ralph, I'm going to start with you. Come is on, it, man. Yeah yeah is the canon name a butch b sunny c skipper d little john
4: give me the options again
3: Do I no, get a right? call of friends?
4: All right, all right. All right. It was, it
0: was, no, saying? no, no, I'll give it to you. Is it, It's you know, you guys know Boom, that cannon, they fire. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it A, Butch, B, Sonny, C, Skipper, or Lee, D, Little John? It's, it's Skipper, man. I'm just messing with you, bro.
2: Okay. All right. Boom, what you got? I'm going with Skipper also. All right. Hey, they're telling you, we all right. I'm going I'm, go, I'm going Hey, ain't nothing like a cannon named Butch. Hold on, man. <laughs> that sound like, <laughs> like you're okay. Let it go, Butch. Ooh.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, we all right. We all right. Even when so wait going. a minute. Let
0: it go, Butch. So Mike, Mike saying Butch, and you, and you and Boone are saying Skipper. The skipper yeah, man. I'm going with Skipper. Okay. The correct answer is Skipper. You guys are two for two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all
2: good. It's um, all good. I, yeah. I can see the cannon being named Butch, though.
0: They basically <laughs> say. Why want it change
2: his name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, now we're gonna pick it up. Some we got you warmed up. You guys got confidence. Now we we heading into the third quarter. Question number three: Which Virginia Tech punt returner holds the all-time record with 22 yards per punt return? So this is see. the 22. Yeah. Okay, it's easy. Okay, Ralph. No, but start. I ain't first. Okay. So Mike. The boys gonna go okay. four for four. The boys yeah, going Mike, four for four. Let's Mike. Look. Okay, who is it? is it eddie royal d'angelo hall andre davis or greg stroman mike yeah look at boone's face yeah here we say, go I'm i say c
2: andre davis okay
0: mike is saying c andre davis um Boone, who is it this is the 22 yard per average is it eddie royal d'angelo hall andre davis greg stroman all dynamic punt returners for the best in Virginia Tech football history.
5: Oh man, hey, look, I ain't really see Andre Davis play, but I've seen some highlights from him from Purple
0: Town, so I'm leaning towards him. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna ultimately choose, I'm gonna choose Strowman. Strowman, okay, so all right. Um, and Rouse, you want me to read the answers again? The, select yeah. the choice, I, right. I, I'm
4: stuck between Andre and Eddie though, because I'm like
0: choose one i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with eddie royal all right so you're going with eddie royal and the answer is andre davis i I say my boy boy yeah and i and i knew that was gonna be a tough one because each one of those guys i mentioned all hold records um d'angelo and eddie I mean Strowman, they all four. I mean, when you look at the record books, but yes, Andre yeah. Davis, man. I mean, he was electric. Yeah. You do you think about yeah. and, some and, of those. He guys. he probably
2: he probably didn't touch it as much as Eddie and those other guys, yeah. but he, he touched it the least amount. That's why his average is higher. Mm, so I figured it look was a <laughs> <He's pretty dumb. laughs> You know, he was my offense. He was our offense, so I kept track of everything yeah. he did. Yeah.
4: Hey, we're supposed to have 50-50 on this too, man. 50-50? <laughs> huh?
3: That's
0: that city, that's that city councilman math right there. That's that
4: <laughs> we're
0: supposed,
4: supposed to have 50-50 on here, man. Here we go. That's here we good.
0: go. All right. Get another crack at it. You uh you two out of three. Um, which VTY receiver holds the record with the most receptions in the game with 14. This receiver holds the record. With fourteen catches in the game, is There's it a? Be somebody within the last ten. Okay, we'll see. You never a. Hey, I'll be having guys in here from nineteen sixty two. Man, here we go. Boom. Since you're talking, we'll rock with you first. Is it a. Cam Phillips. B. Damon Hazelton. C. Isaiah Ford or D. Josh Morgan. Fourteen I know it ain't who. I know it you know ain't who. See. You know Josh saying um... this? Okay uh what, what was the first one cam, cam phillips. phillips damon hazelton go okay all right boom's going with cam phillips rouse what you got my guy
4: 50 50 sir i'm gonna say uh Avery <laughs> you I said give the me ECU, if i'm not mistaken give
0: me give me the names again Cam phillips damon hazelton Isaiah Ford and Josh Morgan. Will you say boom, oh, you can't be doing that, man.
3: We're a team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two, it's a team. man.
0: Hey,
4: hey, this is a
3: team. You over there blazing? <laughs> you know, a,
4: hey, this is a team sport. I'm gonna say, uh I would say Camp Phillips.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs>
4: Hey, when we all, I keep trying to tell y'all, when we all
2: right, and all, we all together, man. When we all wrong, we all right.
3: All right.
2: Hey, hey, hey cuz, I'm, go- I'm going with, I'm going with Ralph's ass. I'm going to say, hey, Cam Phillips. I think I remember that happened. I think I watched that game.
0: All right, like a typical Virgo, Greg Boone has a great memory. He is right. It was Cam Phillips with 14 against East Carolina, Virginia Tech. I say, Ralph? Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. I
2: meant, <laughs> my bad. I meant, uh, I meant bowl. But, uh, yeah, it was Cam. <laughs> he, he, they scored 64
0: Ken. points that game. Cam Phillips had 14 catches for 189 yards that game. Yep. Um, wow. Yeah, I so. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
3: watched
0: yeah. that game. Wow. And he – um, wow. and, and actually, ironically, you were right, Boone, the last several years because the offense is more, you know, more spread. Yeah. Second or one on near that list is Damon Hazelton. He had a game where he had 12 catches. So, yeah. Uh, All right. He had uh, I want to say my –
5: Sophomore
0: year, we played East Carolina first game, and uh Sam Willie had about 12 11 or twelve catches also. Yeah, 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 oh, man. You yeah, look at—I might send you up for some trivia. Yeah, big all right. Here's a bonus question. This is all fun. See if you guys got it. I laughed as I came up with this question, man. I hope y'all don't get this one wrong. The pressure is on because we should all get this right. Which of the following is not a Frank Beamer? common saying so this this statement beamer <laughs> doesn't say okay is it a go man go b play with intelligent recklessness c don't hold back or d now this team will get after you i'm gonna go with
3: c you don't hold
0: c? back don't hold back uh go man go uh, yeah i heard hey,
2: go man go i heard hey, go man go nah.
0: That's that's
5: I a that's a that. that's a special I team saying.
0: Go man, go. <laughs> we just got to pull back. <laughs> Rouse, which which one which one you going? Is it, it which one is not a Coach Beamer common saying?
4: I, I got to hear it in his voice. So, uh go, go, man, go. man, go. Then there. <laughs> What's the second one? What's the second one? Play with intelligent recklessness. Ah, uh, we won't play with uh, intelligent reck. Okay, yeah, he said that. what else? Don't hold back. Nah, he ain't say that. What's the last one?
0: Now, this team will get after you. Nah, this
4: team will get out. Yeah, it's the third one, man. He ain't say the third one. All right. And
0: Mike... My... Right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I ain't never
2: heard him say, don't hold back. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. I never
0: so, yeah, has said it, but you guys, you guys are all right, man. I just thought that was a fun one. It's first time that being on the show, man. Beams had some great saying. I still trip off how he had them papers balled up and he'd be like, hey, let's go, man, go. You know, that's you get after. <laughs> Beans had all, hey. the, all the papers in his back pocket, bro. Hey,
5: his his, uh, his uh, favorite one, he'll see two people and he'll say, uh, what's up, gang?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, man. No, no, no doubt, man. Um, It's great to have you guys on, man. We're wrapping up the show now, man. So this is always a very, very good part of the show because we get a chance to just show love take a few minutes to shout out anybody's hokey shout outs man we're going to shout out you know um anybody uh that you want to show love to or recognize it could be a regular student a coach someone from the cleaning crew a mentor you had as long as they're hokey, um a professor somebody that you want to just shout out right now on the Vic 757 show talking all things tech you know somebody um that you remember or even somebody that you've encountered here in recent years man we just want to take time to shout them out so um boone I don't know if you have anybody off the top of your head or you know I give you time to think about it is there a teammate or a coach or a player you want to shout out I'm I'm over man mm. I think I think I think Stein spring was the glue
5: that 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 took all the recruits from the 75 five
0: if, if we needed them he went get them so I'm
3: gonna
0: give my uh shout out to Spring, No doubt. And I'll second that. Um that's not my shout out, but I'll I'll just say this, man. Um Brian Steinspring to this day, him and Coach Grounds, a lot of the coaches, but Spring specifically, and Coach Grounds um still texts me, calls me, tells me he loves me. Um, you know, yeah. just he just he keeps in contact and you know, respectfully, you know where we are all from, whether you're from Virginia Beach, Young's Park, the Newport News, East End, you know, Shell Road in Hampton. You just don't walk into the 757 and get guys from an urban area to go to Southwest Virginia. And he that's promised that's our right. parents and families, and he took after him and Coach Cav. I remember when Mike and uh, was being recruited, and I seen Coach Cav and Beams and Stein spring at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and really circle. Yeah. I'm like, bro, y'all yeah. really want Mike? Because they don't be. <laughs> I was at really circle the other day. I was home. They came,
2: in- <laughs> bro. They came. To, they came to really circle, man. And they yeah. came. And Coach Beamer walked. Up my parking lot in my parking lot, like eight o'clock at night. I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I, I'm going to his school. He won't skate." <laughs> I was just hoping Coach made it back. To, I was just hoping Coach made it back to the cop. Look, the whole time I'm like, "Please don't let it be no gunshots. Please don't let them be no gunshots.
0: They're not, they not gonna want me."
3: Yeah, no, I mean, doubt, vividly, no doubt. No doubt, yeah, man. No God doubt. Is God, man. Is, God, yes, God yeah,
0: is great. Yeah, yeah, God is great. Um, yeah, Rouse. Who do you have, man? Who you want to give a hokey shout-out um, to? So, two
4: two people. Um, one, I want to thank, um, on the academic side, I want to thank Nikki Giovanni. Um, she just retired as well and had – she opened my eyes and uh, made me really, really appreciate, um, you know, my scholarship and, and what that meant. And it, it didn't just mean football. It meant um, an education, understanding that. And so, I want to thank Nikki Giovanni for all her – you know, for teaching me and all her words of uh, – you know, encouragement and advice, and I want to wish her a happy retirement um, as well. And then um, I want to give a shout out to someone I think should be in the Virginia Tech Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, this guy is still just uh, a freak of nature when it comes to the position. He was All-American. Um He could have played basketball and football um and he was just phenomenal and that was jimmy williams man um mm. i want to shout yes. out jay J dub man i mean yes. i still haven't seen a player six three, two hundred 200 you know 20 some pounds shutting down the number one receivers and just a, a total ball hawk and so um yeah. i think let's get jimmy williams in the virginia tech hall of fame uh shout out to my guy
0: yo shout out to jimmy williams man that's my dude man he's unanimous a unanimous all-american and um you talk about being a goon on the field i -hmm. still remember being in the stands at maryland because you know i live in the dmv and um my wife and like eight of us went up to maryland and uh tech y'all were ranked like i don't know Mm -hmm. not y'all but they were ranked third in the nation and um marcus was at quarterback and jimmy williams you know, they used to just, him and Anderson, James Anderson used to just shut uh, the line. What's that tight end's name that played for the 49ers that Cam Chance used to kill? Um Brandon Yeah, Bernie yeah, oh, uh, Davis. I see, Davis. I see Davis. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy they would just hit him like he owed them money. I mean, <laughs> they were just hitting him, man. Jimmy Jimmy played angry. Like Mike always say, he just played angry, man. But yeah, that was a two great shout outs, man. Yeah, and God bless yeah, Nikki, yeah. man. She taught me a lot. I had her.
2: She's a legend. Yeah. Um, Mike, who do you have, man? I got, I got two real quick because if you can remember the white, um, what was the uh the math teacher? Anybody, the trigonometry teacher? He was a man. He was a he was a guy, white guy, real cool.
0: Yeah. Oh my
2: gosh! Um, I wish you had text because I know it
0: not Doctor. I Vi. can't remember
2: his name. You know, I wasn't Doctor. I can't remember his name, but I want to shout him out because I was, I used to act like an idiot in his class, and I I was just way too old. To be acting the way I was acting in this class, and while he was trying to teach me us how to do long division, I was never really paying attention. Me and Rianel in that joking, and <laughs> and, and I, I just felt I just feel like I should have taken that class more serious. You know, what I mean, I might have, you know, I might have learned to count a lot quicker. Great shot! I know exactly what.
3: Which I know exactly.
2: you I was talking about. I'm embarrassed why he's acting this class, and uh, you know, he was he was a great uh, he was a great teacher. I just never gave him a chance. So um, shout out to him. And uh, I wanna give a shout out to Coach Foster, man. Coach Foster, Bud Foster is a Virginia Tech great. Um, He's legendary. Uh, What he did for a defense that was very unique, um, playing an eight man front. uh, It's how I learned how to um, protect the offense versus blitzes. It's how I learned defense and really learned how to defend defenses and, and combat defenses. It was because of his defense was different and um you know it really helped me moving forward you know as far as breaking down positions and, and really figuring out who was blitzing who was coming and how to get it picked up but not only that he was a great defensive coordinator and without Boy foster that 99 season is not possible you know he had those guys playing at a high level cory moore nate Carl, bradley um you know Midget, you know everybody man Jamal, like we had the number one Top 10 defense in the country, and it was all because of Bud. And I know you can attest to that, uh, Aaron, you know, how good of a coach he was. So, shout absolutely. out to Bud, man. Bud's a great coach, absolutely. Great coach. Shout out to Bud, and also,
4: the why. I know I I want to shout out to Ron Yell, too, man. Ron Yell, where the command, like, listen deuce he 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 set the tone in dv room man the funniest guy you ever want to meet but also <laughs> funny. i mean he was a dog that was that was still, the way man. he
2: got to that was yeah the way he got to. So yeah he was shout my out. guy he was everybody's guy <laughs> shout out shout out to uh yeah, Rael, man Absolutely.
4: yeah yes sir roniel
0: actually called me last or oh, two weeks ago man just to get me get some advice on some things he's thinking about doing we talked for an hour and a half man he was like what you doing big fella and then we just start, <laughs> we just started talking, man. You know that's the thing about if you blessed to play sports, whether you had a D three, D two, D one, that brotherhood, no matter what era you played in, is forever, you know man. Saying? You know, I didn't I didn't Absolutely. play with Boone, you and Rouse, but I watched y'all play when we met each other. It's all love. Always a big fan of Boone. We get, we're both September babies, so you know how that go, man. Um, I want to shout out though, man. Um, a guy he is not as popular as far as All Americans and all-conference players but he was a great player and that's chad beasley he was a defensive tackle at tech chad beasley i used to go against him and david Pugh and carl bradley nate williams and and corey moore and those guys when i was as upperclassman. they i was on my way out they were young guys but from an off the field standpoint chad was a very solid contributor a good player had great moments but respectfully and if you've been a fall with the alumni we went through a really rough patch when beamer and god rest his soul jim weaver left and fuente and his crew came in there was a disconnect now pry and those guys the play engagement team sam and them they, they they're getting us back you know getting us tickets and things are getting like they're supposed to be but chad beasley and kevin oh, jones god. yeah shout out to sam but kevin jones before he left to do his thing him and chad bees were working diligently to reconnect the alumni and chad you get emails from him. He's worked on getting his tailgate spots, connecting the alumni. And, you know, it takes a lot because he doesn't get paid for that. And it's one of those things when things get right, people like that sometimes get forgotten. I've always been yeah. a fan of Chad. They support mm-hmm. my business, Victory Life. They're big fans of all of us. And I'm just proud to say he's a teammate and a friend. So I just want to shout him out, man. Chad Beasley. Shout out dude,
4: Not that Yeah, it, man. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, and shout out coach pride man like for real because he he came in man he he really trying to reinstitute that seven five seven connect so shout out to Coach pride with all the alumni uh making that a, a focus man getting us back around the program
2: yeah what, what well rouse you man. got the record for most shout outs in the in, in the segment i tell you that so, <laughs> something to definitely feel good about <laughs> something to feel good about as you exit this show hey
3: congratulations
4: baby Yo. Hey, shout out keep, <laughs> it going. keep it going i love it i, got, I love it I, I, I got more shout outs. you, you already know don't, don't give a politician a mic i like the votes.
3: <laughs> hey real quick
0: real quick before we can wrap up man um i'm glad you mentioned that rouse um i'll get with you and then boone um i'll get with you rouse um just really mm-hmm. quickly man what you got going on you know um campaign-wise fundraising just yeah, let man. all the people know speak on that real quick man
4: i appreciate that man listen i am running for state senate now district 22 Oh, nice It's the, mm. it's the new district into um, virginia beach uh again and i uh, have an opportunity to become the, the first african-american um to be elected senator in, in from the city of virginia beach um ways you can help and support is com. that's my platform on there as well and i want to thank all the Hokies um thus far for having my back uh we have gotten off to a really incredible great start and that comes from um having a a great alumni association the base coming from Virginia Tech so I appreciate y'all thank you again for Dwight for uh letting me uh announce that um my platform and yo let's let's win in in November vote man no matter who you vote for vote
0: and is it just people in Virginia Beach or can like you know I'm up in a 703 it's just only people in that district everywhere
4: Every, listen, you
0: can you can okay. send money from anywhere, as long as you're in the U.S. I was, I, was, yeah. I was talking about voting. I don't know about the money. I don't know. I'm just playing. I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, God. No, no. No, I definitely, I would definitely we'll give you that support, baby. We're going to give you that support, Rouse. we going to that support. Rouse knows how much I, I love and admire him. He was on the Victory I like Legacy Spotlight. He knows how much I <laughs> admire I him. Appreciate, Boom, appreciate what's going platform. on with you? Are you going to get back to a game? What do you got going on for the fans so they can know how they can catch up with you? I'm, I'm gonna
5: try to get back to the
0: Miami game or uh, any game that that's that, that feasible. Um, Are you back in the seven five or I'm, where you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm back in seven uh, five, back in Chesapeake. Okay, all right, okay. So I know you're carrying an Oscar Smith flag, real you, real big. Yeah, I see him on uh, Twitter, Facebook. And he just be he letting them know, man. Boons, boom. thank you both, two legends joining us on the Vic five. 75- Great show it, as always, bro. man. Hey, everybody continue to support us. We're on Spotify and YouTube, soon to be on iTunes. Thank you to our sponsors. And we do have some more sponsors. That's a tease coming up. We got some new sponsors. That's about to jump on the Vic 757, talking all things Tech Train. So we appreciate y'all for jumping on. This is growing because of the fans like you guys out here supporting us and great guests like Greg Goon and Aaron Rouse, man. So that at beast, host of BC in Lane State at 8 o'clock Saturday night. Like we say every episode, man, go Hokies!
2: Oh, Hokie, great. So we out, bro. Go Hokies. Okay. sir.